Is this what you want with Matt and Julia? I don't know. I don't know. Is it? Hi. Um, it's not a professional singer. It's me, your host, Julia Ladkowitz, host of Is This What You Want? And across the street from me is my husband, my enemy, uh, the man I love to hate, Matt O'Brien. Hi. All that's true. She loves to hate me. Every morning she wakes up and goes, I just hate you, love of my life, you piece of garbage. That's not true, but it is true that I have done that to you before while you're snoring. I've been an inch away from your face going, I hate you. Yeah, which is, I get it, but <laughs> to a snoring person, there's absolutely, it's absolutely not their fault. It I is. Mean, unless Fix you your wanna... friggin' nose. How? I don't know. There's procedures. Like a breathe right strip or something? Yes. I already got enough devices on my face these days when it comes to sleeping. I'm using a sleep mask. That's enough devices for me. I'm not putting a strip on or do you ever see those? Uh, do you ever see that like mouth thing that I've seen like on uh, advertised on uh, Instagram? It's mm. like a, it looks like uh, a, just a piece of tape that you put on your mouth. I don't know what it is, but they're like number one thing to do while you sleep. Is put this tape, tape your mouth shut. Tape your mouth shut. And it might be for snoring or something, but also for women yapping. yapping hey, sleep. Um, Imagine I talked in my sleep and I gave you all the secrets of the universe. Yeah, right. You know the secrets of the universe. I probably know one or two secrets of the universe. You There's, just don't know that you know them. Yeah. Mm. I saw somebody uh, on social media. Uh, this was quite quite humorous. I saw, and they were like, uh, they were a medical student, and in their test, they had to label different parts of the body, like like you know organs and whatnot. Yeah. And they're like, why can't I remember this? My brain literally knows all of these things, and it just won't tell me. And it's it's true. Yeah. It's like the brain knows where the lungs and the spleen and the appendix are. It's like, just fucking tell me, dude. Just tell me, man. You're the controlling these things. The brain's up there being like, I don't know the name of these things. And just like hitting levers and buttons. It's like when you know, you know how to get somewhere, but you don't know the address. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. That's true. Or yeah, you know somebody, but you don't know their phone number. I know your phone number because it's so close to mine. Yeah. Is that normal? When we got our phone numbers, they were... Two numbers different. Wait. Yeah. 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 So all this, all the numbers are different except the last two. Mm. Little swip, swipity swap. Is that normal? I don't know. Did like another couple die and then we took their haunted phone number? Maybe. Has anyone done a movie about a haunted phone number? <sighs> but then it's just like, it's instead of scam likely, it says ghost likely. Oh, God. The ghost is calling again. (laughs) Just ignore him. Just ignore the stupid ghost. That's the easiest kind of haunting. You just block the number. Yeah. End of movie. Maybe that's why no one's done it. Uh, Probably. Yeah, you just block the ghost. Block that ghost. Block that ghost. But you don't snore that much, so it's not that much of an issue. And sometimes I just give you a good jab. Um, It's only when you've been like very hammered in the past. This is a long time ago. I've never been hammered in my life. um, And I'm like, well, he's not dead because he's snoring. Yeah. But I wish death upon you. And I do yeah. talk in my sleep sometimes. Did I tell you my sister? My sister, um, we, we used to spend a lot of time with our grandparents because they were like our babysitters. And apparently my sister was sleeping one night and my Grammy said she woke up in the middle of the night, sat up straight and said, I am the king. <laughs> <laughs> and then just lay back down and went to bed. It's the most wholesome thing you could <laughs> yell unless she was serious and she th- wanted to be king of the world. Maybe. Huh. Probably. 
Anyway, hi, everybody. Happy Chappy Hour. We're getting right into it. It's Chappy Hour. Yeah, it's Chappy Hour, the only happy hour dedica- dedicated to the worst robot movie of all time, which is, uh, I think I said robot. Robot. Robot movie. Robotussin MD. Um, is there a section at movie stores that's just robot movies? A I feel like note, there, like there, there used movie to be. Stores. Yeah, but I think back in the day at movie stores, there, there was like a robot section. No, no, I think it gets bundled into sci-fi. Mm. I think it's just sci-fi. Sci-fi is very broad. If something involving a computer, robot, space... It's all sci-fi, baby. Machines. Machines of sorts. Well, before we move on. Except the movie 310 to Yuma. That's about a train, kind of, and also cowboys. Cheers, Matt. Cheers to you <laughs> and yours. We are drinking a Kirkland Prosecco. Because mm-hmm. it's all we had left. It is all we had left. And it was chilled. It was chilled because I put it in there. That's good. I thought ahead of time for our segment. Yeah, it's Kirkland. It's chappy. It's fine. I forget where... I think it's their vineyard somewhere in California. I don't know. doesn't matter. It's Kirkland. That's all that matters. It's Kirkland, and it's good, and it's fine, and we love it. It's accessible. Like all Kirkland products, it's very accessible. You try it on. You eat it. You're just like, yep, that's that'll do. That'll do, pig. That should be their slogan, that'll do. Kirk, like I Trust me, I love Kirkland, but a lot of our dog is sneezing right now. I don't think anybody would have heard that. You don't think so, huh? No, unless we have a little dog mic. And Call into the show if you heard our dog sneeze. One triple eight nine zero five. Hey, oh, wait, oh, oh, oh. she's eating just Sorry, random no, she's products just off the floor. Eating something off the floor. Okay, uh, this is very exciting for you. Um, this is not a visual cast, although we are we are doing a little uh, tapey tapey. Oh God, are we ever? I still have to edit the last, the first last episode that we taped. Yeah, that was that big one. And uh, let me tell you, it is just a absolute liability to, to uh, edit a podcast video it's just annoying it's just annoying and i know there's ai out there that will do it for you but i still am of the sorts that i refuse to indulge ai yeah ai can suck my ass um yeah. actually why don't we why don't we get right into that because that's my that was stupid this week yeah and it's a it's a meaty one yeah i'd like to go on a tangent <laughs> Well, well, that, that was, was stupid. AI. AI. I know you're listening, AI. That's the thing. You, you, you talk about AI, and there's, a, there's an Alexa in here. I had to whisper that. Did she hear me? She didn't. Uh, there's our phones. There's the phone. There's, it's, it's listening everywhere. And it's just getting very out of hand. Also, with uh, <laughs> our talk is rolling around. I think she just shook the camera, and now she's just violently licking her pussy. Yeah, she's just playing her vagina like a harmonica right now. <laughs> Do you want that? <laughs> Slide whistle. Dear listener, do you want uh, a quick cut video of our dog playing our vagina like a harmonica to a soundtrack? Let us know. Anyway, AI. Anyway, so stupid this week. Uh, well, first of all, the writer's strike happened. Mm-hmm. Inevitable, of course. We absolutely support all our writing friends. We stand with the WGA. Absolutely. Uh, we will, of course, stand with them in real life when we go to a picket. Yeah, eventually. we're going to go picket. Um, but part of the reason they are protesting, I don't know if you've been following it, um, listener, because I, w- I was talking to my sister about this, and she was just like, yeah, I think I heard something about the writer's strike. I'm like, it's actually a, re- like a huge deal down here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's enormous. And if, <laughs> see, okay, now the dog's A hacking. dog agrees. <laughs> hacking up a bone. Um because it affects all the careers related to writing, which is like all everything. Yep. 
Everything, absolutely everything. So uh, things that are filming right now are, are things that have been pre-written. Yeah, they basically. like backlogged a bunch of stuff. Yeah, so it's just like there's no writers on set. <laughs> yeah, Shanj is getting really worked up about this. <sighs> um, but one of the big things that they're they're uh, striking against is, yes, I know, I'm getting to it, uh, is that they are <laughs> using AI for certain things, uh, script writing, yeah. editing, whatnot. They're basically using AI to, to create things. And then I guess they were trying to... Um, there she goes. She got it. Okay. They were trying to like solidify some of the language around AI. And basically studios weren't saying like, no, we AI won't replace writers. They're like, yeah, maybe it will. Yeah. The, the, in the contract, they're like, we want you to guarantee that you will not replace us with AI. And they're like, how about we talk about it once a year? Like, yeah. it's like once a year, we will talk about it and the studios will decide if we're going to replace you with AI. So, so what's happening now doesn't only affect the affect writers it's kind of the first it's the first sort of union to stand up against ai so this this will trickle down to so many other professions where ai could potentially you know yeah replace them this is not how i pictured uh the war against ai starting because in the movies it's terminator yeah. and it's a sea of robots talk about a robot movie uh and there's fighting and guns and survival but that's the thing they probably don't show the boring parts before of like, oh, it started with a writer strike and then 10 years later, you know what I mean? Some of the later it just gets right into do. They it. They get pretty bad. But <laughs> this is how it's starting is a bunch of uh, comedy nerds uh, trying to rise up against it. And it's just so stupid. And I, I, I just don't understand creative people that we know using AI just freely. Like they'll be using chat GBT and talking to it. And we know a, a friend of ours, he was like trying to get jokes from it yeah and he's like you know nine out of ten times it's bad but there's that one that you know maybe i'll use it and i'm like what are you you're training you're it. training it to get better at writing jokes by even though it's spitting out like bad stuff it's eventually gonna learn kind of the formula anyway it's very stupid and it's very scary yeah. and um yeah I and i hope it. that i mean i don't i don't know how we can avoid shan's get in your bed would you you're snarfing around and you're getting all hot and bothered she's she's sniffing the floor and then inhaling little bits of whatever and then hacking up a lung she does this thing where she sniffs a bit of rug and then she goes <laughs> and then she just chokes on the bit, bit of rug that she sniffed in and then she just keeps doing it she's addicted to sniffing rugs she's a, yeah, rug, she's rug, a rug sniffer, sniffer. yeah but anyway um so ai bad and uh do what you can uh to it's unavoidable okay we're all, it's all being, we're all being affected by it in some capacity. I, I was reading this article today about, uh, there's this documentary about Magic Johnson that came out yeah. on HBO. And they're like, we used AI to create the tone of the documentary. This is how crazy it is, is they used this AI to analyze what's popular on the internet, what tones and uh, trends are happening on videos on the internet. And they incorporated that into the way they made their documentary in that wild. And I'm like, this is absolutely, we're so we're not far away from just completely being replaced. Yeah. From being absolutely yeah. obsolete and art. That is not art. Uh, yeah. That is science. Uh, by the way, listener, you're going to realize we were taken over by AI when there's first of all, no more chappy hour. Oh the, yeah. There's going to be an episode where you're going to be like, you know what? The best robot movie of all time. Oh my Chappie. Gosh. 
And then the podcast is going to get exponentially better. And you're like, AI is good. AI is good. AI no is good. more rambling from these fucking humanoid losers. Yeah. Also, they're not, they're drinking less, a yeah. little bit less. What stupid uh, thing happened to you this week? I mean, that was a grand stupid thing that I'm talking about. I'm probably going to rant about AI uh, in, in episodes to come. Until yeah, we're we'll be ranting about episodes of AI. AI. We'll be. Wow. Yes. Wow. We, see, I am not computing. Um, <laughs> we will be ranting about AI for episodes to come. Uh, what is stupid with me? Listen, I, I'm sure there's stupider things that happen, but this is coming coming up right now. We went out for dinner the other day for a dear friend's birthday to um, like a relatively fancy restaurant, um, but no fancier than we've been to before. It wasn't like crazy. And we were waiting for a table outside uh, because our whole party wasn't there and the server's like, can I get you something to drink? So I think you and our friend Graham got an old fashioned, I got Manhattan. So three cocktails. And I'm like, I'll just close. I'll settle up with you before we get to our table. I get the bill. It was $68. So, so $70 yeah. for three cocktails. So, what? Uh, wait, that's 20 That's like $27 a piece. That's too much. That's much too much. That's You get a whole bottle of whiskey at Costco for $27. Insane. Like, I was at that type of place. I'm like, you know what? A cocktail might be at the top end of it, you know, 17 bucks, which yeah. is still like up there. But I couldn't. And then I tip on top of that. And I'm like, this, this is... This is bananas. Also, sidebar, the tippity toppities. I know everyone's talking about how everyone, everyone's asking for a tip these days. It's Wait, happening like that's crazy. that's not $27. That's, I lied. Two, four, no, six. S- 70 divided by three. Se- mm, 20, 22, 20, 23. 23. Either Still way. Bad. Over 20. Over fucking 20. With tip. Yeah. To add more than that. Yeah. Anyway, 20, maybe probably 27 with tip. There you go. <sighs> Uh, yeah, everybody is ap- asking for a tip. It's the fucking, um, it's the iPad generation where the iPad just has like, as soon as I see an iPad come out and they're like, here you go. And you're like, oh, you just, you want, and, and it prompts you for like 25% tip. And the writing is so big. The buttons are huge. So everyone in line can see if you're about to tip or not tip. Everyone behind the counter can see it, even though it's swiveled your way. You, it is such a, I'm, I'm doing, I start doing little $1 here and there. I, I mean, in situations I would never do it. Like yeah. getting a coffee. If I had change, sure, I'd throw it. But like, it's getting out of hand. And then when, it, when it's percentage, when, it, when it's like, it's something like you get a meal and then they all they did was just hand it to you and they want like 20% of whatever. That's what's always happened. so crazy to me because it's like, and I guess that's why you, it's more, it's better to get a job at a fancier restaurant because the tips are higher because the prices of things are higher, yeah. but you're still, you're working equally as hard. If you're giving me, if you're handing me a $27 cocktail versus like a $4 latte or something, yeah. you're doing the same amount of work. I want people to tip comedians. If this is, if everyone else is getting oh, tips, yeah. tip a fucking me. Tip. Like I'm going on the road in for a couple of weeks in the next two months and I want to have a sign outside the club. No, I'm not going to hold it like a hobo. Honestly, have, like, have, have your Venmo QR code and be like, if you like this, feel free to send a tip. Because honestly, like comedians will bring merch on the road solely for the purpose of generating more money for their tours, which they're making peanuts. And you know what? 
it's I don't care if anyone's wearing my shirt. I just want a little bit extra. Give me some money. <laughs> Give me some. It's just bananas that like the and that's kind of why the writers are striking too. It's they're making less money than they were ten years ago. There are so many more outlets creatively. So with like streaming and such, and same yeah. with for comedians. We're all getting paid less, but we're all, ex- but expenses for everything has gone up. So us, the little peons are p- like tipping, tipping, tipping everybody. Meanwhile, the fat cats are tipping <laughs> nobody. So the fat cats need to give a bit more. Yeah. Because they're s- getting too fat. I saw this. This is where our world is going. This is, this is getting dark and dreary. I'm sure we're going to be happy uh, when we talk about warm and fuzzy near the end of this. But mm. I saw that there's a factory in the UK that's making like... Uh, low cost houses but they're literally like crates like rectangular crates for people to live in and so they're like pe- mass <laughs> mass producing these things so everybody just is like a little dog at the pound yep we all live live in our little boxes well you ever see like dystopian sci-fi films or whatever like ready player one where they're all yeah. stacked in these trailer parks i'm like we are so close to that it's mental Boy. No. We See? should move to the woods. It, we're getting closer and closer to... I should move to the woods and start s- slowly chopping wood. It's the the wage divide, the, the societal sort of status gap. What am I looking... How do I afford the woods? Is that what you're about to say? No, but it's just like it's getting... There's, it used to be like there is a middle class, but now it's like you're either rich or you're not. Yeah. And there's like that in between kind of gray area is not so much anymore. Cause if anything, like, yeah, we, we obviously uh, have a much more than a lot of people, but we're still, we're not homeowners. We're, we're yeah. like sharing one fucking used ass car. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like there's, uh, yeah. so if, and this is why people are like, you know what kids, why we have kids, everybody, that's the best thing that you can do as, as a human is reproduce. I'm like, and what? So we can live in little boxes so on life the hillside exponentially less <laughs> we're already getting by i love that we're getting by when we got this dog i'm like oh my god the extra expenses for this dog but we, we i mean yeah we made it work but a kid i'm just like come on and of course we would make it work but it's not something i really want and it's not something i'm like well we'll see if yeah. I, like i don't want to fucking do that no Ooh, i always i fantasize about us being like elderly with our little chihuahuas mm-hmm. and no kids and we're in like a bright warm place and we're just happy you know what yeah. i mean that's where my mind is at and i understand a lot of people are like i live to have kids i'm like well i don't think i do and that's something like i that's a trade-off i will never experience the love of my child of that like bond but guess don't what make a vr about that a lot of people have. I don't want to VR my fake you kids. VR in. I'm sure that's an episode of Black Mirror, but yeah. Uh, or you take a pill and you get yeah the simulation of having of a-, a kid, and then when you come to and you're like, oh wait, I don't have a kid. Yeah. Off to work. Uh, like, <laughs> no, that's traumatizing. But you know, I saw I saw someone on Twitter being like, all you people like in your like late 20s and 30s bragging about not having kids right now come 40 you're gonna be real lonely and people are like nope but also that's not a reason to have kids just so you're not gonna be lonely yeah the the other argument is like who's gonna take care of you when you're old i'm like how about you hire somebody how about you use all the money you spent uh, not having a kid because how much do they say a kid costs it's like hundred thousand either way elderly care we're all fucked and i feel like once i get old and i cannot take care of myself there will be a way out for me 
I'm not I'm not oh, living in a sad that's home. That's when we're begging for AI at that point. Oh yeah, just Take me robots. Have a robot fucking shoot me into space like I Ooh, That'd be nice. If if what it comes to all my friends are dead, you're not here and I'm just like miserable in a home and some fucking gen Q or whoever comes Ugh, next is I'm is taking care of me Q. and just like talking on their weird robotsizer and I'm not understand no that's I actually can't think about getting old right now it's yeah. upsetting but guess can I, what can I do a second stupid thing actually I just realized this yes. second stupid thing um cuz it's a little one but it happened this morning so I'm going to Winnipeg next week that's not Winnipeg I'm going to Winnipeg to do a rumors comedy club excited to do it never done it heard it's great um but they told me they're like uh we want you for a radio interview to promote the week mm-hmm. you know common for a lot of comedy clubs and they're like it's 4.30 your time. I'm like, okay, I'll set an alarm. It's an early morning thing, whatever, because it's 6.30 their time. So I set an alarm, wake up at 4.20 this morning. Nice. Yo, sick. And they didn't give a phone number. I assumed someone would call me. 4.30 comes around. I'm like, oh, it's 4.30 in the morning. I'm laying there waiting for a call to do a radio interview. Never happens. And then I'm like, okay, fuck it. I guess they just don't give a shit about me. Woke up and I'm like, good. Glad they didn't. Wasn't worth it anyway. Text the club in the morning. I'm like, hey, I don't know what happened last uh, this morning. I uh, woke up at 4.30 for the interview. Nobody nobody called. And he's like, it's 4.30 p.m. Yeah. Is the interview. So I'm an idiot. And that is stupid. It's stupid. And you're like, oh, see, oh, it does say p.m. It says 6.30 p.m., 4.30 your time. Yeah. And all I saw was the 4.30 your time. I'm like, yeah, it did say p.m. right there, though. So you are quite stupid. It did. <laughs> But when I see little letters next to numbers, sometimes my brain doesn't well, soak it in. I'll raise you one stupider. How uh-huh. about that? I have a very similar thing because I feel like sometimes the brain sees what the brain wants or what the brain thinks is there. The brain gets what it wants and it goes wherever it pleases. Especially when you're reading it quickly. So I had I had planted the seed a while ago that um, I really wanted to do the Laugh Factory in Vegas. And I had talked to Jackie Fabulous and she's like, oh, I think someone's opening for me in Vegas, but I'll ask about Reno. And I'm like, you know, what? please don't worry about Reno. It's just there. I don't want to go back to Reno. And then I got a message from the booker of the Laugh Factory a few days ago while I was rushing out the door to improv that said, um, hey, I have a spot for you, a feature spot, blah, 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 you want to do it. And I'm like, oh my God, it's for Vegas. Yes. So I, I, I had another potential weekend that I canceled and I got back to him. I'm like, yes, I can do it. And then... A day later, I'm just looking through it again. I'm like, okay, I just want to confirm some the dates, blah, blah, blah. And I reread it. And it, it says Reno. It Ugh. says Reno in the subject line. It says Reno God. again. And I read the email. I don't know why, but my brain just switched Reno to Vegas because I think yeah. I, I wanted Vegas so bad. I know. I even texted our friend Christine Von Hagen. I'm like, coming to Vegas. She's like, hell yeah. And I'm like, video poker. And we're laying out in the hammocks and I read it again. And you're ne- next to me. And I just go, Fuck. No, yeah. back to it's Reno. Reno, shit. Anyway, I'm going back to fucking Reno, but I'm featuring this time yeah. instead of hosting. And it's with Jackie Fabulous, who's fabulous, and I know the fucking lay of the land of that place now. And it's gonna be summer. It's gonna be warmer. So it's funny that your brain, yeah, replaced or inserted the thing that you wanted mm-hmm. in your scenario. And my brain kind of did the same thing because I know comedy is stupid, and there's always a, an inconvenience. For things, so when yeah. I saw four thirty, I was like, "It's got to be four thirty a.m." Well, yeah, because you think radio show, you think morning shows, yeah. and 
in my in the history when I've done radio, it's always been early. It's always early. It's always crazy early. So yeah. I immediately uh, chose the struggle route that didn't exist over the reality of it. Yeah. And that's my career. We're both very <laughs> stupid. I choose the struggle. What about uh, oh? What if we do yummy in my tummy? Okay. Yummy in my tummy. What's uh, something nice that you ate this week? Did you eat something uh, real nice? I did eat something real nice. Um, and uh, b- back to that fucking expensive place. Let's go there. Let's go. Let's go there. Why not? Um, where we got the expensive drinks. Okay. Okay. So it was a place called Safi's. Um, and I will say those fucking $27 cocktails were amazing. They were very good. <laughs> they were really, yeah. really good. Um, and we, we got this like shawarma plate also wildly overpriced and some appetizers of like hummus and tabbouleh. The tabbouleh was exquisite. Tremendous. I've it, never had these flavors in my life. It was so good. And you know what? For $17 for a small plate of tabbouleh. It should be, but God damn it. I if was you're like, going to do it once in your life, do it, man. It was so fucking nice. Yeah. Um, so that was yummy in my tummy and, and I felt good after, after that meal. I didn't feel like gurgly guts or anything. It was, yeah. uh, it was yummy in my tummy. That's some of these places you're like, I am paying a lot more. I'm getting not as much food, but it tastes good. And I don't feel like a piece of garbage after. Yeah. So there's a certain trade off. And it was, it was our friend's, you know, special birthday and special occasion. Yeah. Treat yourself. Matt, what about you? Hmm. Well, this was kind of nice. I had a, a bit of a day last Monday. I met up with our friend John Hastings for coffee. Yes, you did. At a very pretentious little ca- coffee place, which was not great. The, the, the mugs didn't have handles. Didn't have handles at all. No. Did she kill this thing? No. She- no, that's uh, sorry. The dog is now attacking a little stuffed animal that your mom got for me that somehow she got, but yeah. it has eyes. It has those hard eyes. It's not meant for dogs. So I'm yeah. scared she's going to eat it. Okay. It's fine. I got it. Um, so I met up with our friend John for coffee and it was fine. Um, and uh, then I zipped in for a haircut, walk in, which I, I, I always do appointments. So I walked in and they immediately saw me. And then uh, on the way home, I got a freaking burger at In-N-Out, a solo burger. Double double animal style, ate it in the parking lot like a chimp, and uh, I was just sitting there listening to a podcast, and I'm like, I've had a day. I did some errands. <laughs> I got a haircut. I met a friend. What more do you want? This is yummy in my tummy. And I, it was yummy in my tummy. I thought you were going to say the dinner I made for you last night, but I guess fuck me. Oh, that was also tremendous. I don't even know. How, here's the thing. I don't even know how to describe that. Dinner. It was like um, like a like a ragu, like a it was. It was almost like a, a like a, a stew meets tomato meat sauce. It was like a mushroomy stewy meat sauce something, but over pasta yeah. with like chili garlic oil. It was fucking good, man. It was. It was rich as hell, and it's a bit cool in LA right now. It's, yeah, it's, it's been it's rainy. It's rainy and wet and cool, so a big, hearty, rich-ass meal making you feel real nice, making you feel real warm and fuzzy inside. <gasps> oh, and speaking of warm and fuzzy... Let's do our segment. Okay. Warm and fuzzy. And then we're going to have to end on this because I think I got to, yeah, I got to do my real radio interview at the actual time. Yes, you do. Okay. So uh, my warm and fuzzy. Okay. Two parts. One, 
So you know we love the show Below Deck, and yeah, we've, yeah. we've literally plowed through all of it. There's a new season, but every time an episode comes, I'm so excited for the episode, and by the time I see the episode, I almost need to rewatch it. I can't even, like, absorb it. It sucks that I have to wait a week. Yeah. So we were looking for a replacement, and then we found some other reality show called The Love Boat, which is like a reality... The real sh- love boat. The real love boat. On Paramount+. Plus. So it's based off of The Love Boat, yeah. but it's in a reality dating show style. And at first, it's a bit of a slow burn. You watch it and you're like, this is boring. Who even fucking cares? Oh my God. But it fucking really heats up. It gets there. And I am really enjoying it. Yeah, we're on to the last episode, which we're probably going to watch after this. And... um it's a stupid reality show. Like last night, I think we watched four episodes. Yeah. I, I, we were both on edibles. We were both having a time. We made a fun little cocktail. And I'm like, this is, that's exactly the style of watching that is. Make a fun cocktail, get high, get goosed, get loose, and watch the, the real love boat. And there's something about it, maybe because it was filmed during COVID times or for whatever reason, everybody is either from the Midwest or Canada. Like parts of Canada you never see on reality shows. There's a woman from Nova Scotia. Yeah. What? And and everybody, like because it's Midwest, everybody's like, oh, boat and this and oh, oh God. Geez. And oh, jeez. Oh, no. And they're out in the highest seas in Greece. And, and people, like, people are like, oh, I've never been in the ocean. And you're like, what? Yeah. It's... But it's good. Which also makes me think, I, I wonder in what period of COVID this was filmed, if it was like so locked down that the government was like, no one go anywhere. And these these are the only losers that were like, fuck that. I'm going to go on a boat. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, are, you, are you the worst of the worst? No, because I don't, I don't know. Because it takes place on a cruise ship and there's actual people on the cruise ship too who are sometimes the audience to their hijinks. Yeah, but they don't look great either. No, they look they bad. Look a bit rough and ready. They look rough and ready. Rough and ready. It's raw. Um, soggy, a lot of soggy bottoms. <laughs> soggy bottom, rough and ready crew. So that's wait. Okay, that's my first warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Part two. It was our friend Seema's birthday the other day, and our friend Jess uh, threw a birthday party for her. Yeah. At, at the place she's lives in Toronto, but she's been in here here filming Frasier, so she's you know rented a gorgeous airbnb and through this party that it, there were so many people we didn't know there but it was just i left that night being like god damn it that was fun it was very nice george strabalopoulos was there yeah canadian icon there was a lot uh, again so many um canadian <laughs> legends legends just so many cool like sarah McVie. there was just like all these cool fun canadians and of course andrew and heidi brought their karaoke machines we all sang karaoke. There was snacks. I smoked. You say Andrew cigarettes. and Heidi like listeners. Like, yep, I know those people. Well, you should <laughs> at this point. Um, it was just it. It made me feel warm and fuzzy, and it wasn't just the prosecco I was drinking. It was nice, and I'm doing this new thing where I go to house parties and I'm completely sober, and I like it way more. I was sober that night. I was driving because I don't. I get this thing. Uh, I want to call it Irish guilt. Yeah. After I'm at a party and I'm drunk, I'm like, oh my God, was I weird? Did I, I know I didn't do anything weird, but I was like, was I slurring? Was I, I'm just over, I I wake up in the middle of the night after like a drunk house party and I just overanalyze everything I did. Right. And it's not like it was bad. And like, I'll text people and be like, oh, sorry if I was weird last night. And they're like, no, we were all fucking weird. What are you talking about? So I'm, I'm like, I'll just forego that and go to these things sober. And I had a much better time. 
I mean, you had like a cocktail, like you had you had a little kombucha. You can say going to a house party sober is I did not get drunk. Yes, yes, yes. No, but it. But again, um, yes, no, I get that from you. I, on the other hand, got loose and goose. But also, I was. But I remember everything, so yeah. I'm not like it wasn't like oh, I'm doing shots and I'm getting fucking wasted and weird. I'm like oh, I'm just drinking prosecco and. No, I just rather do things nice like time. that sober. I don't know. It's just. I, I do have a social anxiety about me and I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't feel, I feel weird. I, I get feel that. Odd. If I'm like on a beach in a resort lounging with you, that's, it's cocktail time. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. No pressure. I get that. I do feel pressure when I'm at, especially like Hollywoody party things. There's, as corny as it sounds, there's some industry people there oh. and possible future coworkers. So yeah, don't get fucking, again, Use your judgment. Don't get hammered. But you had equally uh, as much fun, you know, drinking or not. And yeah, uh, and it was good. It was good. It was also for me. It was a long fucking day. I went to improv. Then I had a show. And then I went right there. Yeah. And it was a time. I tell you, it was a Hollywood time. It was a time. Matt, what was your warm and fuzzy? I don't know what the hell happened this week. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm going on the road lately, and it feels nice. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just literally pulling from the first thing in my head. Um, going to Winnipeg next week, that makes me feel warm and fuzzy mm-hmm. to be having uh, doing a full week of shows at a club. And then uh, our good friend Randy Feltface is bringing me on the road uh, yep. in June. And he just added more dates. So like just plotting that out and be like, yes, I am doing things. I'm moving, moving around. We're moving and shaking. Moving, shaking a little bit. Feels good, um, and and that makes me feel nice. I do just like to be busy, and even the stupid things today. Like I, I did film a couple stupid videos. Mm-hmm. I'm still putting out videos, just literally as I always do. First thought in my head, trying to execute whatever idea I come up with. So if you would have saw me today, I was green screening a full hot dog in this room. Yeah, Matt was doing a lot of hot dog work today. Yeah, and a lot um, of hot dog so by default, effects. we had hot. He's like, I need hot dogs and I need craft dinner for this. So then we had hot dogs and craft dinner for lunch. Yeah. And I feel terrible. I feel absolutely atrocious. <laughs> it, we were, because I'm like, yeah, I need a scene where I have pieces of hot dog falling into some craft dinner. Because I'm trying to do more practical effects to make it look more authentic. Mm, yes. Uh, you know, I'm the Steven Spielberg of hot dog videos. And, um, I was like, well, we're going to have hot dogs and craft dinner. Let's just eat that for lunch. And as we're eating it, I'm like, this is like some kid's birthday party. Like this. It's like a sad after school meal. Yeah. It's and like your single parents. They don't know how to cook. You made it yourself. It's just at first I was like, hell yeah. I'm like, I haven't had a hot dog in forever. And then I'm like, halfway through the hot dog and I'm digging into the craft cheese. And I'm like, craft cheese, craft dinner. Mac, mac, craft <laughs> I was dinner. like, craft cheese. They don't call it craft dinner down here. Do they? Do they? I think craft dinner is Canadian. You know what else I realized is Canadian? What? I, I did this in my improv class. I, I said the word horking. And, uh, horking all, is Canadian? I don't know. I, I did a scene and I kept saying horking. I was like, quit horking all over that. And then the teacher was like, uh, she's like, oh, that was great. But uh, what, what, did, what did you keep saying? Harking? Honking? And I'm like, horking. And all the Americans <laughs> in the class were like, yeah, we don't know what that is. So if, if you're, you're hawking a loogie, is that what they do? Horking? H- hawk and a loogie? Hork? Horking. H- hork. I thought horking was like... And then they're like, what do you mean hork? And I did the act out of horking and they're like, ew. Because you know a hork is like... I'm not going to do it now, but it's a guttural 
Also, like, the more we say horking, I'm like, is horking a word? Or did we make up horking? Horking. No, it's a guttural spit. It's something. It's a spit that comes from the bottom of the barrel. Wait, one second. Shoots at your face. Alexa, what does horking mean? Here it comes. Huh. To indicate someone retching or vomiting. Well, okay. Yeah, no, it's a spit, though. I horked. I horked off the side of the Empire State Building. I horked it good. It's a guttural horking. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Americans sick of talking about horking. do not know what horking is. They don't know about horking or Joe Louis. Also, let me ask you this, too. I did a scene in my improv class where I came out because the, the word was danger, mm-hmm. right? And... Uh, you had a gun. And no, <laughs> I did a scene where, because you just got to start scenes in improv, right? So I came out and I was like, hey, I'm Johnny Danger Johnny's, Johnnington or something. And I did this whole like stuntman thing. Uh-huh. And people couldn't, I said, my name's Johnny Danger Johnnington or something. Yeah. And they, after the scene was done, they were like, yeah, we, none of us really knew what you were. Like I said, my middle name was Danger, and I kept saying I wanted to build ramps because I'm ramping over this bus. And you said and you were a stunt man. I didn't say I was a stunt man, but I assumed it was implied by the middle name being Danger, and then me no, you I'm can't ramping. assume an improv. You got to fucking lay it out. I know that's what I realized. That's what really surprised me from that scene. I thought that would be enough, and to say I was ramping over a bus. Not in a million. No, you just you don't assume. You got to be more blunt with it out, out in improv that's why I'm in 101 and you're in 201 2 is there a I don't understand the, the class numbers at UCB because there's not a 102 you see or yeah improv 1 improv 2 I don't know I don't know I don't know either it's all pretty crazy it's all pretty crazy and I think we uh, the craziest thing we gotta wrap this up right now uh, this will be a little short and dandy So you're going to hear about that. I'm sure of it. Well, here's the thing, too, is because I'm going to be gone next week, we should probably record another one on maybe Sunday or Monday so we don't have a week that we miss. Unless you want to do a solo one at home. That'd be funny. Is this what you want with just Julia? How do I? We could figure it out. Well, mm, yeah, maybe not. Uh, we'll record another one next week so you don't miss a week. Because at first I'm like, I'm going to be in Winnipeg. Maybe we'll just miss another week. I'm like, we're too flippy floppy with weeks. Also, we are talking to a network this week, too. Oh, shit, that's tomorrow to possibly integrate. And, and we're still working on that merch. I keep making logos and sending them to Matt, and Matt's like... Yep, thumbs down, everyone. Uh, but she'll get it one of these days, or we hire an AI to make uh, merch for us. We'll see. Um, but uh, where can people find you online if they want to come find you? Uh, just Matt O'Brien on Instagram the rest you can figure out thanks so much for listening and yes we will try our damnedest to be back next week Uh, yeah maybe Sunday we'll record we'll figure something out thanks for listening everyone